Hello, my friends. This is Pastor Christopher Alam in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. I trust you and your household are doing well. We are still on the subject of uh, the identity and the authority that we have in Christ. And yesterday we finished talking about the royal anointing. We talked about that the authority we have is through Jesus Christ. And uh, now we are talking about how we exercise authority. And there's three main keys to exercising authority. And the first one is the name of Jesus. And that's what we are starting on today. So Philippians 2 uh, verses 9 to 11. It says, wherefore God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So what he says here is that God has exalted our Lord Jesus Christ above all things. And this is actually because Jesus came to this earth. He left his throne uh, at the right hand of the Father. He came to this earth. He made himself of no reputation. He became a servant and he was obedient unto God, even to the death of the cross. And then it says that because of this, God has, uh, and God raised him from the dead. And because of this, God has highly exalted Jesus and given him the name which is above every name. That means that the name of Jesus is above every other name. And the names of man, the names of kings and presidents and the names of uh, uh, prophets and the names of uh, religious figures of all religions. He says, Jesus, the name of Jesus is the name that is above every name so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. That means every knee, nobody's exempt from this. Every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. That means that in all three dimensions, the heavenly dimension, the earthly, and in the nether world under the earth, it says every knee should bow. Every knee shall bow, whether they be things in the heavenly or in the earthly or in the nether world, they have to bow and that every tongue shall confess and speak that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Hallelujah. So that means that the name of Jesus has authority, has power in all three worlds. And the interesting, the powerful thing is that Jesus has given us the right to use that name. You see, you see Peter and John at the beautiful gate of the temple when Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have given I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. You know, so Peter had the right to speak the name of Jesus. He's in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And Jesus said, you know, when he gave the great commission to the disciples, he says, in my name, you shall cast out devils in my name. So he has given us 
the right to use the name of Jesus. Now, of course, there are other people who have tried to use the name of Jesus, but they were not in Christ and it didn't work for them. So in the book of Acts, we read about the seven sons of Sceva. And these were ungodly people and they found this demon possessed guy and they went to him and said, in the name of Jesus, who Paul preaches, come out of him. And, uh, and the demon said, Jesus, we know, Paul, we know, but who are you? And, and the demon possessed man flung himself on top of them and beat them up and stripped them naked. And they came running out of the house screaming. So, so, <coughs> so we see that the name of Jesus is the most powerful name on the universe, but it is the domain of the church. God has given to the church the right to use the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. It is the name above every name. And God has said to us, in my name, you shall cast out devils. In my name, you shall lay our hands upon the sick and they shall recover. So we have been given the right to use the name of Jesus Christ. And so we see in the book of Acts everywhere where they cast out devils, they heal the sick. They always spoke the name of Jesus. And even today, 2000 years later, we, you know, when I preach, uh, pray for the sick, whatever, pray for lame, blind, crippled people. I always do that in the name of Jesus. And when I speak the name of Jesus, we see the lame people walk the blind people see and everybody else, Reinhard Bonnke and all the, all, you know, men of God all over the world. Even today, people, uh, you know, people who have passed away, gone to heaven, men like uh, Reverend Reinhard Bonnke, who was one of my mentors and, 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 and others who are even alive today when God, who are used by God, they all speak in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Hallelujah in the name of Jesus. That's a powerful name. That's a powerful name. It's the name that is above every name. So, uh, so he says the name of Jesus has authority, has power. It carries power in all three realms. It says in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And first, let's talk about the heaven. The name of Jesus carries dominion in heaven. It is the only name recognized in heaven. It is the only name that gives us access to the presence of God because, you know, it's the only name. I cannot come to God, to the Father, with to his presence in any other name other than the name of Jesus Christ. That is the only name that is recognized in heaven. And so in Matthew 16, 19, uh, this, this is what Jesus said. He said, I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So I did a little bit of research about this binding and losing, you know, and this is what it is. The key to binding and losing, binding and losing, you know, binding in heaven, binding on earth. This is actually an old Jewish phrase, which is a which appears in the New Testament and also in the Targum. The Targum is an old Jewish thing, you know, and it it appears. Uh, it's a Jewish phrase, this thing about binding and losing. So when Jesus said, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. It's actually an old Jewish phrase that Jesus was using because our Lord Jesus was a Jew. He spoke Aramaic, so he used Jewish phrases. So he's talking about now 
to bind and to loose, it simply means to forbid or to permit by an indisputable authority. Right. So to bind and to loose, to bind means to forbid and to loose means to permit by an indisputable authority. An indisputable authority is an authority that cannot be questioned. And in our case, the indisputable authority is the name of Jesus. So when I speak, when, you know, when I speak as myself, people can question that. But when Jesus speaks the word of God, it cannot be disputed because it is the way it is. Because Jesus is the one who came down from heaven, bore our sins upon the cross. And when he was on this earth, before he died on the cross, he, he exercised indisputable power and authority over all the powers of darkness. No demon, no disease could stand before him. Then he died. He went down to Hades and then he rose up from the dead. So he, 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 he actually mastered all three dimensions, the heaven and the earth and under the earth and he rose from the dead taking prisoners with him that's what he says he took captivity captive <coughs> i'm sorry he took prisoners with him he rose from the dead and he's at the right hand of the father so he is an indisputable authority that cannot be questioned so it is through that indisputable authority and that is encapsulated in the name of Jesus. So we use the name of Jesus to bind and to lose. When we bind Satan in the name of Jesus, believe me, he's bound. When we bind diseases in the name of Jesus, they are bound in the name of Jesus. They dare not resist you. They cannot. And when we lose people and set them free and deliver them then in the name of Jesus, they are delivered and they're set free. That's what it means. And Jesus says, I give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind here on earth. So we have the power by God's indisputable authority that is that is uh, is integral to the name of Jesus to bind and, and to lose. Amen. Now, so that's one thing because it when we bind something here on earth, it is bound in heaven. When we lose something on earth, it is loosed in heaven. So the name of Jesus has authority in heaven. Then it says in John 14, 3, that whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do that the father may be glorified in the son. So the father is in heaven. And when we, uh, when, when we speak the name of Jesus, the father who is in heaven, he recognizes that name. And he said, whatsoever you shall ask in my name, I shall do. Whatever we ask the Father to do in the name of Jesus, he shall do. So that's another way how that name of Jesus is recognized in heaven. We speak the name here on earth, but God in heaven recognizes that name. That is the only name that gets through and is recognized in heaven. And that's the only name through which men can get answer to prayer because that is the only name that opens the doors, that unlocks the doors of heaven and brings miracles down from heaven. The second dimension on which, uh, you know, the, uh, to which every, uh, where, where the name of Jesus has authority is here on earth. He says, for God has given him 
the name which is above every name, so that every knee has to bow of things in heaven and on earth is the earth. The earth is the second dimension. So the name of Jesus is recognized here on this earth. Diseases are on this earth. So diseases have to go in the name of Jesus. You know, every disease has a name. You know, every sickness and disease has a name. Uh, a person can have a pain in his body or whatever. He can feel some symptoms, but he doesn't know what it is. He can go to a doctor. The doctor will, they will just examine him or sometimes take some blood tests or whatever, run some tests, different kinds of tests. And then he will tell the man, he says, this is what you have. And he will give it a name and it's usually a Latin name. So every disease, and that's the name of the disease. So every disease has a name. And there are minor diseases, major diseases, life-threatening diseases, diseases that can be cured easily, but they all have names. And the Bible says, but that the name of Jesus is above every name. The name of Jesus is greater than the name of any sickness and disease on this earth. Hallelujah. The name of Jesus is above earthly things and circumstances. Anything. Jesus said, if you speak to this mountain, you know, you, you have power here on earth through the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is above earthly situations and circumstances. And the name of Jesus also has power over the weather. I can tell you years ago, you know, I remember <coughs> that I was in a place in Sweden called Lindisberry. And I was doing, uh, the, the Pentecostals had put up a tent there, a big tent. And I was asked to preach in those tent meetings, the tent revival. And one day, uh, and the tent was actually, it was like a hillside because it was flat ground, but it was on the side of a hill. So on one side, uh, you know, it was just, just like a little, little kind of valley type of place. Not very high, but it was like a valley and there was a wind blowing and this wind was so bad uh, that they were afraid the tent might blow down. So I was in the tent. We started the meeting. It was kind of moving a little bit, but then the wind got really bad, really bad. And everybody began to look around. By this time, the tent is really moving and you could hear the wind kind of screaming outside. And, I, and I'm preaching. And while I'm preaching, I suddenly remembered when Jesus stilled the storm. And the Lord said to me, you do the same. So I said, everybody... Let's bow our heads, be quiet. And so everybody, you know, because they were panicking, looking around, you know, so everybody got quiet. And I just said these words. I said, in the name of Jesus Christ of this Nazareth, this storm, you are subject to the name of Jesus. And in the name of Jesus, I command this wind to be still. And you know, within two seconds, shh, it just went quiet. And there was no more wind. And this is like, I'm talking about like 30, this was 1981. That was 29 years ago. And do you know what? People are still talking about it 29 years later. I mean, there were kids who were small at that time. Now they're grown up men and women. They still talk about that. They still talk about the day when the preachers commanded that wind to stop and the storm was stopped. You see, the name of Jesus has power over the elements. Hallelujah. And uh, we should never forget that, that even things on earth are uh, recognized here on earth. So sicknesses and diseases, you know, I mean, I can tell you stories after stories after stories. I mean, of over the years, 
when I spoke in the name of Jesus, 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 and, uh, and, 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 and people get healed because you speak the name of Jesus. Sometimes I, I'm not even prayed. I've just said, Jesus, 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 Jesus. And when I speak the name of Jesus, the anointing always comes down. It breaks people's bondages and people get healed. People get delivered and people get set free in the name of Jesus. I mean, I've seen totally lame people get up and walk. I mean, people were totally paralyzed and they're brought to the meeting. And uh, I'll never forget this one day. Uh, this was, oh my goodness, where was I? I think I was in Bulawayo or someplace in uh, Zimbabwe and we did a crusade. And that night on the last night, I'll never forget this. There was this little girl, maybe 10 years of age, and she was born completely paralyzed. And, uh, and uh, then what happened, she was in the crowd and I began to pray in the name of Jesus and that little girl <coughs> got up and walked. I mean, she was born paralyzed, had never been able to stand on her legs. And what happened was that uh, the crowd went crazy and somebody picked up the little girl, they passed over the heads of the crowd and the next thing you know, she's on the platform. And, uh, and the little girl is frightened. She's crying. She's about 10, 11, something like that, you know, small girl. And she's crying. And then I said, uh, who brought her? Who brought her? Then the mother came. Uh, somebody, the mother came, but the mother was so overcome. She was weeping. I asked her what happened and she was weeping, weeping, and she couldn't even speak. So somebody in the crowd said, well, I know her. And she was completely paralyzed and people were going crazy. And then, so what happened then, I'll never forget, this picture is etched into my mind until the day I die. Janie from Scotland, Janie Mengis, who was on my team, who has a powerful ministry to children now in Zambia. She married a Zambian brother, has got a great ministry there. Uh, Janie was like, she's like a spiritual daughter to me. She served on my team for seven years. I'll never forget this picture of Janie holding this little girl by the hand. It's etched in my memory. And Janie walked back and forth on the platform with this little girl. And so I remember the next morning I left and uh, I flew to Johannesburg and I was on the Swiss Airlines flight to Zurich. And I was going to preach in Zurich that Tuesday. So Sunday, no, uh, Monday night. So Monday night I'm on the plane and I'm, I'm laying on my seat and I and I'm thinking, I'm replaying because I'm all wound up. Normally when I end a crusade, I, all, all these wonderful things happen. I'm just wound up. It takes me a few days to kind of wind down. So I'm all wound up and I'm thinking, I'm thinking of this little girl because even now, all these years later, that picture is still etched in my mind. And I'm thinking, Lord, how can a girl like that, born totally paralyzed, uh, never been able to stand on her legs, get up and walk. I mean, what, what are the dynamics? Because I was thinking, there's no doctor who could cure. There's no doc. I mean, I don't know of any doctor who can actually cure a condition like that. And someone born and paralyzed and twisted just gets up and walk. And I said, and, and this is not a hoax. It's true because People knew the girl, knew the family, and all thousands of people, many people knew, not everybody, many did. So I said, Lord, how does this work? How, how does this work? And I was just playing this thing, and I could see that scene of Janie walking with this girl, and that was playing around my mind. And then suddenly I got the answer. And this is what the 
answer was. This is what the Holy Spirit said to me. The Holy Spirit said that, he said, there is a name above every name. It is the name of Jesus. And he said to me that you, with your lips, spoke that name. And I said, Lord, these unworthy lips, which, with which I have cursed and told lies and said a lot of wrong things that I regret. And these unworthy lips and even though I am saved and I don't say those things anymore, but still these lips that were used for so much sin, Lord, you, you redeemed these lips and you gave me, you gave this unworthy, unworthy lips the right to speak that most holy of all names, the name of Jesus. And I said, Lord, when these unworthy lips spoke that worthiest and the holiest of all names, the name of Jesus, a little girl born paralyzed, your spirit came into her body and she got up and walked. And the Holy Spirit said, that is what happened. That is how I do miracles. The Holy Spirit said, nobody, nobody can answer these questions that you have had. Nobody can tell you the mechanics and the dynamics of how it works, except that there is a name that is above every name, the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that worthy name, that holy name, that life-giving name. And then I said, ah, yes, Lord, I see it. And with my unworthy lips, I spoke that worthiest, the holiest of all names. And a little girl in Africa can get up and walk. And, uh, you know, it's mind-blowing. And that, that is why... Uh, you know, we must value that name because one of the things that the Lord says is, is uh, uh, thou shalt not uh, take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. And we, we have to guard the, that preciousness of that name because you see what happens is that the world wants to reduce that name either to a profanity or something that is common. So that is why, like for example, I watch movies, okay? I love to watch movies, but if I'm watching a movie, I don't care how many awards that movie has won. If I hear the name of my Lord Jesus being used, as in someone says, oh Jesus, or Jesus, Jesus Christ, you know, I mean, if anybody uses the name of my Lord in vain, you know what I do? If I'm in a movie theater, I'll walk out or I'll switch up that movie. I don't care how good. I did it two days ago. I was watching a movie and it used the name of Jesus once. I switched it off because I have seen the dead raised up when I have spoken that name. I've seen lame, crippled children get up and walk and blind eyes open. And I do not want to be in a situation that I'm standing beside a sick bed, laying my hands on somebody in the name of Jesus. And the last few times I heard that name 
it was heard either as part of as a, as the punchline of a joke or as a profanity or as just an expression because somebody stubbed their toe and they used the name of the Lord Jesus in vain. We you see we have to guard ourselves and guard the the how we view that name and we have to shut the door to anything that uses the name of my our Lord in vain because the name of Jesus is the name above every name. It has authority in heaven. It has authority on earth. It has authority under the earth. Demons flee when they hear that name. Lame people walk. Blind eyes are open. And, I, and you know, beloved, we really, really have to honor that name. We have to honor that name. We have to cherish that name. We have to glorify that name. And we should lift up that name and exalt that name and honor that name because it is a holy name. It is a worthy name. It is a saving name. It is a healing name. It is a delivering name. It is the name of Jesus. I have been in places where I have seen, I have, I'll never forget when I was in, uh, in, um, I think it was in Botswana. Yeah, Botswana, a whole soccer field crowded with people. And I got on my knees and I was going to pray. And I, I said, I said, I just said, I just whispered, Jesus. I didn't know how to pray. I said, Jesus, Jesus. And the third or fourth time I said, Jesus, I heard a sound like a, like a breeze rustling through the leaves of a tree. And I opened my eyes and the whole field of thousands and thousands of people were on the ground and God began to do miracles and heal the sick. And, uh, and these are not people, this is a place where I went to, nobody likes to go to. They don't know anything about, you know, like in America, people have to fall in meetings. They don't know any of these things. It was a totally sovereign move of God because of that name. Another time I was in a village called Molopolole in, uh, in Botswana and villages, small towns are called villages, but we had, I don't know, 30, 40,000 people in the meeting. And same thing, I said, Jesus, Jesus. Third or fourth time I spoke that worthy name and the same, I heard the same sound, opened my eyes and people were, but this time, these people were like frozen to the ground. Some of, I mean, they couldn't get up. When you tried to pick them up, they like weighed a ton and they were on the ground and they were totally out for hours. And I was afraid that uh, if we left them like that, the animals will come and get them because there's animals, there's hyenas, there's lions, there's all kinds of animals. So we stayed with those people until about 1, 1.30 in the morning until the last of them had come to and their relatives to you know, took them away. But what I'm saying, listen, it is a holy name. It is a worthy name. It's a name that brings salvation, deliverance and healing and things on this earth, on this earth, in this world around us are sub subject to the name of Jesus Christ. So let us always cherish that name and lift up that name and honor that name and never, never subject ourselves to that name being used as a profanity or just as an exclamation or, you know, used by, by the lips of ungodly men and women as just a profanity. Never, 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 never. 
because we know what that name can do. It is the name above every name. That holy name, that worthy name, that glorious name, the name that is above every name. Praise God. So, uh, tomorrow I'm going to talk about the third aspect of the name of Jesus and uh, we will talk about things under the earth, how things under the earth have to bow before the name of Jesus. So today we talked about things in heaven have to bow and things on earth have to bow and tomorrow we're going to talk about things under the earth, how beings in the neither world, demons and diseases have to bow before the name of Jesus. Let's, let me pray with you. Father, in the name of Jesus, pray for my brothers and sisters. Thank you for your hand upon our lives. Lord, I ask you to touch and bless us. Use us mightily for your glory, Father. Bless every home, meet every need they have in Jesus' name. Well, God bless you and we'll be seeing you later tomorrow.